welcome to Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kaya McMullen, filling in for Kate Hallowell. Woohoo! Woo! And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer, and today we're checking in with wildlife news. Mm-hmm. We're doing a whole reality TV special. So much reality TV. <laughs> We are also talking to basketball savant, Kevin O'Connor. Yeah. Okay, before we get into this episode, let's take a quick break. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real, hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says, Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus. View its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. All right, quickly at the top, Tea Time is checking in with wildlife news. Mm. Amelia, I think you have sourced almost 90% of these <laughs> articles, but we're going to take turns talking so about them. So thank you Kaya, for that. Go Anytime. ahead. There is a bear roaming around the Olympics <laughs> of all. Basically, I feel like this week has just been like bad piece of Olympics news after Ugh. bad piece of Olympics news. They, Heartbreaking. they really just like can't catch a break. And then there was like this. They're playing this softball game. I guess softballs in the Olympics. <laughs> and there's just been like this bear like roaming around the arena. And luckily, like it hasn't interfered with any games. But, you know, they haven't been able to, like, scare it away. They've tried, like, firecrackers and, like, yelling at it. But this bear has been, like, not deterred. So, yeah, I mean, you know, the way the Olympics are going, there's probably going to be a bear attack, honestly. <laughs> we've been, we've been <laughs> talking about first. bears a lot on Tea oh, Time. It's yeah. really funny. This first it was feral hogs and now it's bears. Now it's bears. Um, there you go. Okay, good to know. Good to know. Next one. <laughs> Next one. Football-sized goldfish are taking over. Um, there's a lake in Burnsville, which is a suburb of Minneapolis, mm-hmm. and uh, they have a mall there. So I've been there. Um, Great, and thank you. And uh, it went viral after pictures of giant goldfish were posted to social media. And it's literally these goldfish, like you know those teeny goldfish that you buy, and they maybe oh yeah they're gonna live for a couple of years. Well, these ones have been living for a long time because they're huge now. Oh my and, god! Yeah, I know. And people have been releasing their goldfish into this lake and I guess this causes them to be an invasive species because these goldfish (laughs) search for food. I know on the bottom of these lakes and they uproot plants and sediment so they cause all this disturbance to this poor lake in Burnsville and I didn't know goldfish could grow this large but here we are. Also my cousin when she used to live um in one of the suburbs of Minneapolis uh, called Savage, which is, I guess, kind of by Burnsville. Anyway, there was a lake there with a little swimming beach. And apparently every year they would uh, release goldfish in it so kids could catch goldfish. So I don't know if it's one of those situations. It's very strange. And I don't know what's going on other than these goldfish are becoming huge and they are disrupting lakes. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So Incredible. <laughs> um, next piece of wildlife news. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just saw this this morning. Um, there is this video of a woman in New Jersey riding like an amusement park ride. And she goes and she's like, I think like going downhill or something. And it's just like a seagull just 
Hits her in the face. I'm sorry. This is not a woman. She's 13 years old. <laughs> well, like, okay, the, a young girl. girl. Oh, yes. oh, and it's oh, like the seagull is like attached to her face for like a full five seconds oh. until she literally grabs it by its neck and just like oh. throws it off of her. <laughs> what the? Hell? And like my reaction to seeing this is like, I'm surprised this doesn't happen like more often. Honestly, yeah, that's true. Because if we're true. just gonna be like flinging ourselves into the air. <laughs> Where the birds live, then like obvious, and the birds don't know, you know, right. like they That's could just so be like true. going That's on their so merry true. way, and then all of a yeah. sudden it's like, so yeah, uh, yeah. Seagulls that, aren't small. This this is like really no. consumed. This girl <laughs> will put the photo. It looks up. like the seagulls like giving her a hug. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> maybe that was its intention. Ooh. Okay, next piece of wildlife news. This is important, you guys. It's PSA: Shark advocates are calling for rebranding quote unquote like attack <laughs> shark attacks as now quote interactions mm. okay so okay. this is coming from Australia they're urging the public to refrain from using these words that have like such a negative connotation to it and now it is like contributed <laughs> to sharks being very stigmatized mm. and you know everyone thinks that they're going to attack everyone and perhaps they're really not so they're calling to use like more neutral words like oh. interactions um so, you know, it's trying to help improve the public's understanding of sharks and how they behave. Sure. So this article goes on to say only 13 shark-related human mm-hmm. deaths happened last year worldwide. Um, but then they they call upon this professor, Nathan Hart, and he talks about the actual shark interactions. And he goes, sharks don't have hands, so if they want to explore something, they mouth <laughs> it. Very rarely are humans consumed by sharks. And like okay. I was on board until like okay. it's a scary sentence. I, I mean, the I, problem is with sharks in their mouths, they have a lot of teeth. So. Exactly. <laughs> right. Even if they're just like right. exploring you with your mouth, they're still going to take off body parts sometimes. That, and I, I would just, think getting your leg bit is probably like pretty negative experience for you. That's Absolutely. traumatic. <laughs> well, it also reminds me of, do you remember when PETA was like, stop using anti-animal language? And so they were like, <laughs> instead of kill two birds with one stone, with one stone say feed two birds with one scone like it's just it's just like okay we get it but also these are yes it's a shark attack I'm sorry I do I do get also movies like my personal favorite The Meg as in the oh. Megalodon are also <laughs> contributing to this negative perception yeah. of sharks so it's, it's a societal true. issue and maybe we should start here so okay let's, let's address the Meg first before we talk about <laughs> yeah. uh, shark interactions next one so Amelia linked this article it sounded like pretty innocuous why fish are becoming addicted to illegal drugs turns out it's kind of like a goes more into like our nationwide opioid crisis oh, and it's okay. very dark sorry like, I didn't realize I just clicked humans, on I was like a headline whoa <laughs> humans are excreting you know waste that has drugs and like methamphetamines in them mm. and then they go in the oh. sewers and then the trout Yikes. are consuming the water with mm. so this is a very oh. dark so then okay. to counteract this I googled positive fish news and <laughs> today CNN tells me that a hundred pound tropical fish was discovered on the <gasps> beach in Oregon I oh, saw that wow. so good That's news cool. bad news it's lovely yeah yes there you go. and then last one rounding Amelia. out this yes. category <laughs> Finally, uh, okay, Peppa Pig, as you you know who Peppa is, obviously. Um, she has been turning American children British. Can you see the Fox headline, Fox News headline? Oh, like, yeah. Peppa is turning American children British. Well, Peppa is unpatriotic. <laughs> exactly. There was a Wall Street Journal piece about how American kids have been binge watching Peppa during the pandemic, which I... But listen, I get that because I've been binge watching a lot of crap during this pandemic. And what they're doing is imitating her British accent. And they've also been copying a lot of the words that she says. So like, mummy. (laughs) And they talked to like one six-year-old girl from Rhode Island who Mm -hmm. spent last December, quote, insisting on the British holiday traditions of wearing a crown and baking mince pies for, quote, Father Christmas. Oh. Um, yeah, and it's funny because my my cousin is in town this week, and so I've been hanging out with her kids, and they too love Peppa Pig. And apparently, I was asking her about this, and she was like, "Oh yeah, they they say in their little British accents, they've been saying Mummy, you're cheeky,' and and they're like from California. So like, yeah, I guess I think it is net positive. I don't see any negative. It's very sweet. So Peppa Pig, she's turning American kids into British. Love it. Ending on a positive note. Thank you, Amelia. (laughs) 
Um, next category. I know this is typically our mashup. I'm just going to go ahead and say this is all not worth the tea. Yeah. All of this yeah. news. Mm-hmm. It's pretty bad. Um, but go ahead. You first, Amelia. Okay. Noted cat murderer. Do you remember that? Uh, Jamie Lynn. Do you remember when she was oh. killing her cats with her Tesla? And she oh, was like bragging yeah. about it. Yeah. She's like, I keep running over my cats with my Tesla. Whoops. She's like, oh, I didn't girl, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she is over here trying to switch up the narrative, saying that she's been <sighs> quiet because that's what Brittany wants. And she's so close to her sister and she cares for Brittany so much. While it's like, no, because no. Brittany has been shading you over Instagram. So right. recently, yeah, there was a post that read, where Brittany posted, there's nothing worse than when the people closest to you who never showed up for you post things in regard to your situation, whatever it may be, and speak righteously for support. And it's like, she doesn't name Jamie mm-hmm. Lynn, but it's very clear that it was Jamie Lynn or mm-hmm. members of her family. And then in another post, like a day later, it's more explicit. And she says, Brittany says, I don't like that my sister showed up at an award show and performed my songs to remixes. My so-called support system hurt me deeply. And it's like, yes, thank you. And also it was accompanying a image, an image that was really iconic. It was like, take me as I am or kiss my ass, eat shit and step on Legos. And I was like, (laughs) yes, Brittany, my queen. I love it. Me too. And it's so great that she finally, you know, is, isn't is afraid to speak mm-hmm. out. And it's yeah. awesome. And then also, uh, to, to top this off, Jamie Lynn posted a photo of herself with the caption, May the that. peace of the Lord be with you and your spirit. And then soon after, Brittany, she seemed to respond with a post of her own um, on Instagram with the caption reading, May the Lord wrap your mean ass up in joy today. <laughs> and, you know, Jamie Lynn changed the caption mm-hmm. on her post. And it's just like, Jamie Lynn, you cannot rewrite this narrative. You go to <laughs> jail. It's so frustrating how she's trying to like act like a good per- or like like she's always been on Britney's side when like she it's, clearly hasn't and now it's just like now clearly. that the public attention is on her she's like oh my yeah mm-hmm. we're like so close blah 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 and it's like no you're mm-hmm. not exactly I think also people are keeping such a close eye on this I'm surprised right. like even I feel like the Britney fans are just like under like they mm-hmm. are they're like, you're in. investigating this, yeah, under a microscope. Yes. It feels like she should just come just, clean, knowing that, like, yeah, her entire history is already out there. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Just log off. Don't post. Yeah. And it's yeah. also fucked up because she's saying, like, I never took any of the conservator money where it's like, it was just revealed that your little vacation home in Florida was bought by Britney's money. Also, the career you have, you would not have a career <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. it for your sister. So shut up and sit down, Jamie Lynn. Yes. So true. Thank you. Um, Next one who potentially should shut up and sit down are the billionaires that insist on going to space all at once. Right. I hate this so much. We're not going to spend too too. much time talking about this. Jeff Bezos blasted into space on Tuesday. (laughs) Who And he became the second billionaire in just Uh, over a week to ride his own spacecraft because freaking Richard Branson mm -hmm. beat him by nine days. And went on a fucking flight to space. So you guys know how I feel about space. Liz, I've never agreed with your take. (laughs) We don't need to be going to space. Agreed. This wasn't reason enough. If all my reasons before weren't enough, the fact that billionaires are taking joy rides up there (laughs) as our earthly world is suffering is just a punch in the gut. And it's like, they're barely even going into space. They literally went into space for like a minute. And like- there, he's literally back. <laughs> the Jeff Bezos flight lasted 10 minutes and 10 seconds. Get out of here, you and faker. <laughs> it costs billions of dollars. You're going to spend billions of dollars to go to space for one minute. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's so, it's just like, you know what? I won't, I don't even count that as going to space. You fake bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. All- you need to like touch the moon. Okay. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Leave that to the real astronauts. Yeah. Or it's like the joy rides. Like, don't do that. Go do something. Go down to fucking the ocean and find Mm -hmm. us a new home down there because I'm left here and everyone goes to Mars. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. It's so annoying. Also, a story came out. I don't know if this was this week or last week that apparently Ashton Kutcher 
bought a ticket to go on like the next one of Richard Branson's oh. like flights because they're gonna like keep doing this and like rich oh. people are just gonna fucking like blast off the space. <laughs> Blah, blah, blah. And then Ashton Kutcher like bought a ticket and then Mila made him return it because she's like, you need to think of our children. <laughs> yes. <sighs> Just, Good for her. Yeah. 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 Annoying. Um, also, lastly, and this is not worth the tea category. This one's shocking. So um, the Devil Wears Prada <laughs> cast is reuniting for a good cause. Technically, it's benefiting the Lollipop Theater Network, and they're auctioning off the very rare prize of Zooming with the cast <gasps> of Devil Wears Prada, mm. which includes Meryl Streep and Hathaway, wow. Emily Blunt, and Stanley Tucci. What more could you ask for? That's pretty much That's a pretty good exactly group, I will who say. I want to Zoom with. Um, and it's benefiting the organization in its 20th year. So you can bid and win a Zoom session. My problem is that the Zoom session is only 10 minutes long. <laughs> like, I wouldn't even begin to speak until about three minutes in when I collect myself. Like, the <laughs> fact that 10, that's pretty short, especially yeah, for it Zoom. Is. It's no skin yeah. off the back. Make it at least a half hour. You I know. know. Agreed. Exactly. That's like, literally, you'd have time for introductions. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. like, two questions. The way people, like, talk over each other on Zoom, maybe oh. be like, uh, 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 and then <laughs> exactly. it'd be done. Who knows where these people are? Their connections are probably not amazing. Think yeah. about Kate every week. Cut tea time and she's just in Indiana. <laughs> Stanley Tucci's probably still in Italy. Like it just, you got to think true. about the logistics of this event. Yeah. Um, the only other thing I want to call out about this is that this isn't posted <laughs> a lot. I've seen it on people, a couple other networks. Mm-hmm. Went to the actual Charity Buzz website. I swear this is wrong, but it's right. There's only one single bid on this event, which again, can't Tough. I can't compute. I think that's must be wrong, but there's one mm. bid at $8,500 and that's it. And the estimated value is $50,000. So I don't know if maybe someone's going to come in steep. at the last minute. Probably Meryl will just be like, oh, <laughs> yeah. just seriously, sure. I'll just t- chat with you guys myself. <laughs> I know. So it's bizarre. I guess nobody wants to do this for 10 huh. minutes, but uh, if they're doing it for less. 50,000 is like way too much to pay for this. Uh, for 10 minutes, yeah. yes, 100%. Unless it's exactly. like, can I pitch Meryl my ideas or like what's going right. on here? Yeah. Right. Right. Oh my gosh. right, right, right. Yeah. Anyway, hmm. let's move on to our next category. It is something I think all of us at Tea Time are like legitimately screaming on the inside. The fact that we got this iconic <laughs> guest on short notice it was on a the miracle. Biggest week it's of basketball, no less. Truly. <laughs> I want to introduce you to the Ringer's Renaissance, man. <laughs> Kevin O'Connor can't be described um, in less than thousands of words. He is the co-host of The Mismatch with Chris Vernon. He appears on The Ringer NBA Show. He appears on the Bill Simmons podcast at times. He writes for the website. He's an NBA draft guide expert. He goes live on Green Room all the time. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's more, I think, applicable to say what Kevin doesn't do than he does because he does so much. He does. Kevin, welcome. And now I'm happy to be on Tea Time. Thank you for having <laughs> me today. <laughs> Kevin, we brought you here today because, as you know, we called upon you, I think, last week to be like, Amelia dropped this mm-hmm. NBA bomb at the end of the episode. Kate and I were absolutely drowning in our answers. You had no idea what to say. We called upon you to give your official statement. Now the finals are over. Um, mm-hmm. We want to just take this time now to like recap what will come after in terms of the celebrity world and also a little NBA world. Um, so first of all, Kevin, your thoughts on the outcome of the NBA finals. Well, you I mean, I, I, you know, I recorded a message last week saying, you know, <laughs> Devin Booker has great balance in his life and the Phoenix Suns on and off the court. It's all going to come together for him and they're going to win it all. And I was dead wrong. About oh, Devin Booker it's okay. and the Phoenix Suns. It's okay. It's okay. Though. It's okay because honestly, it was my negative thinking <laughs> that I think really took it over the edge. I sent out all those negative. I prayed to Satan herself and I was like, <laughs> no, not happening. It Sorry. It, it worked. And, and ultimately, like all the good energy went to Giannis and the Bucks. He comes back <laughs> from this major knee injury. Did you guys see the video of his knee like bending backwards? And then he comes back no. and he's no. still an, an incredible oh, player. I, he's so, so yeah. sweet. I love him. Yeah. He, yeah. He's amazing. I really enjoyed watching the like live video of him ordering a 50-piece uh, chicken nugget from Chick-fil-A. That's oh, been yeah. great. Yes. <laughs> he seems like a great guy. They deserved it. Giannis, yeah. I'm like midway through reading our coworker, Mirren Fader, has a book coming out on Giannis. Ooh. And I'm midway through reading it. And like he, like what an unbelievable 
dude, like his backstory, it, like the, I think that book is the type of book that you don't have to care about basketball at all mm-hmm. to, to enjoy that book because it's a book about, you know, a great human with a great story Aww. and a great family. So, yeah. You know, I did really actually bad. read the excerpt from it on uh, theringer.com and oh, I yeah. got through the whole thing and I care very <laughs> little about basketball, but it was yeah. really compelling. You so love to see it. Know. Definitely check it out. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Let me bring you back to Devin Booker. We mentioned him briefly. He's been on our Tea Time Collective Mind a lot because he's obviously dating Kendall Jenner. They recently celebrated one year together. They kept Mm -hmm. it under wraps. Now they're a little bit more public. They've been photographed a lot of Nobu dinners. I want to ask you about Devin Booker's celebrity ceiling because I feel as though there's a couple NBA players who, like, for example, Blake Griffin. I could not tell you what NBA team he had ever played on. Yet Blake Griffin is an A-list celebrity, in my opinion. Like he's a mm-hmm. household name. You see him. He is more. He a goes celebrity to like to influencer dinners. Yes, I was just, yeah. exactly. And he used to date Kendall too. He did. Oh, yeah. So I want to ask you about Devin Booker's celebrity scene. Is he going to transfer over from NBA celebrity to like celebrity celebrity? Is he going to be at Nobu all the time now with Kendall? Is he going to be like a paparazzi darling with her? What's going to happen to Devin Booker now, Kevin? I don't see it. I really don't see it because I think with Blake Griffin, he's funny. Like Blake Griffin oh, is, is, is straight up like a funny dude. Like post playing <laughs> career, Blake Griffin, I think he could he could go the Michael Strahan route. Like oh, Blake Griffin mm. could host oh, TV shows. I love that. You know, like I could I see that. that. Devin Booker, he's more of like a like he's like a hooper. He's a mm. basketball player through and through, and that's what he does, and it's who he is, and like kind of defines him in some ways, right? So I don't know if I could see him necessarily going that route, but like anytime you're dating a celebrity like that, that must automatically raise your celebrity profile, whether sure. you whether you want mm-hmm. it or not, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like I don't know what his upside is necessarily as a celebrity. Like I don't see the Blake Griffin route. For him, but I'm sure mm. he'll be appearing okay. on, you know, gossip sites, TMZ, and all that more often, leaving LA restaurants. <laughs> right. Based on his like post game interviews and his presence in the NBA in general, does that seem like it's something he's interested in or no? It kind of sounds like no. No, I mean, he's a very serious, very serious type mm. of guy and like very mm. focused at what he does, works really, really hard. Not like oh. that's not to say Blake Griffin doesn't. It's just different. Blake types Griffin of is people. lazy. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, we'll see though. I mean, who knows? Like, have, have you been impressed by personality for what you've seen with Devin Booker? Do you see the upside? Personality. Well, no. no personality. <laughs> None of it. But then you have Kendall Jenner, and no one's impressed with her personality no. either. Not to be too mean. <laughs> so it's like that's true. They though. probably are very serious, and they have you know a lot behind mm. closed doors. But yeah, she doesn't give a whole lot to the world. <laughs> Personality-wise, either. They both seem to take themselves very seriously. So maybe that's why they work. Does he have the looks for a celebrity, you think? He's cute. I think he's really cute. He tries on the fashion side of things. So, yeah. He does. Changes it up for sure. Yeah. Can see that in those playoffs. A follow-up question. How many years left do you think he has in the NBA? Like, will he, like, I guess he's crashing and burning. Will he have to merge into the celebrity world if he can, or will he have to date Kendall for 10 more years before he has to face just being a celebrity? (laughs) Yeah, I I think they're going to have to date for a long time now because Devin Booker is, I think, only 24 years old. Only 24. So he... (laughs) He he's probably not even done getting better as a basketball player. Oh, good for him! B- before he can get better as a celebrity, so oh, he could wow. he could have ten plus years left, maybe even you know twelve, thirteen years left in the NBA. Oh good could for be him. A while. Can I ask you one more thing, and then we have other questions? I swear, but I'm just more now that we're all talking about. It, I'm so curious. So Devin Booker plays for the Suns. Suns. Phoenix, right? And Devin yes. Booker presumably lives in Phoenix for some <laughs> amount of the year during the training and season. I guess I'm just curious at Kendall Jenner's presence in Phoenix. Like, do you see her there or can he travel enough where he doesn't actually live in Phoenix, even though he plays for that team? It's a good question. I mean, we have so many services these days, like Jet Suite X, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so true, Kevin. The, I mean, I'm sure like the Jenners, that's like low for them. That, that'd, be, <laughs> right. that'd be coach for them, Jet Suite X. They have their own plane, right? <laughs> what is what is the flight so, from Phoenix yes. to LA? Like, that's like, couldn't it be it's more short, than, right? Short. It's yeah. pretty short, I think. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's got to be under an hour or maybe just over. So yeah. it's it's doable. It's doable okay. for them to have a relationship traveling cool. back and forth. Okay. I can okay, see it. Fine. Okay. I have next set of questions for you. And this is about <laughs> Lamar and Tristan. I love this. Mm. Household names. I don't know if you saw this making the celebrity rounds, Kev, a couple weeks ago. Uh, it was actually only one week ago. 
Chloe Kardashian posts a thirst trap on Instagram. It's just her showering in a little bikini. Okay. She posts it there. Yeah. As you Lamar, do. As you do. Lamar Odom comments on this and says, hottie with a bunch of flame emojis, heart emojis, all this other stuff. Then real Tristan 13 comments and says two hearts and then two drooling emojis. Okay. Real Tristan 13 sees Lamar Odom's comment and writes, and I quote, God brought you back the first time. Play if you want different results. And then oh two my, shrug emojis. Oh Can you God. comment on this budding feud over Khloe Kardashian? I mean, you don't want to mess with Tristan Thompson. He has the memory of an <laughs> elephant. Um, so in, in that <laughs> Why sense, do you like, say that? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, Lamar Odom has to be cautious here, I, I suppose. Oh, but, Lamar but, but, was but, just being nice. But, but ultimately, these are two, you know, form, well, Tristan Thompson, current NBA player, nearly seven feet tall. I mm. would not want to see them in the ring, you know, if it comes mm-hmm. to that. We've seen all these celebrity, <laughs> you know, boxing matches. I hope it doesn't come to that someday. Well, um, Lamar but, did kick Aaron Carter's ass recently. That's right. What's so, Aaron wait, so that, <laughs> what are you talking about? That, doesn't, that seems you like a natural next that? step of this, doesn't it? No. <laughs> yes. He kicked Aaron Carter's ass and it, Wendy Williams was like, I, I don't know what's going to happen. And he was like, Wendy, shut the fuck up, girl. Like, no, I will kick his ass. And then he did. He almost killed Aaron Carter. Wait, why? Why Why did this happen? Was this like, just a, like a celebrity boxing match, I think. Oh, okay. That was like last month, I think, right? Yeah, in, it was in very May, May recent. Or yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully it doesn't come from come to that, but we'll see. We'll see who, what happens. Who between them is the has the better basketball career? Oh, uh, Lamar Odom had oh. the better peak. Like he was the better oh. player at his best. Mm. But wow. Tristan, Th- Tristan Thompson was a key rotation player on a LeBron James team that won a championship. Sure. So I mean, like yeah. it's diff- different types of you know you know careers they've had. Lamar Odom the better overall player though. He was great. He and he would have been oh. really good in today's league too. But you oh. know. Well, I think also sure. he's like nice because he's just being nice to her. And then Tristan, it's like, Tristan, you have cheated on Chloe yeah. upwards of a thousand times. Right. So that's calm the everyone fuck down, dude. Right. Yeah. yeah. The, the, also, you don't own her. Shut the fuck up, you little bitch. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> it's like two exes feuding it out. It's kind of an ideal comment section. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Well, well, one, thing I, one thing I've always wondered about since I was in high school. Oh. So I'm not, I've never been somebody who dates that much. I just, mm-hmm. you know, I just don't date that much. I get it, man. But like I've I've always wondered why do people throw themselves into <laughs> drama-fueled relationships? Like you're just throwing <laughs> yourself into it? I mean, why? Like Some I, mean, people I don't like know. That's why? a great question. Is they it love the drama. Mm-hmm. They're Isn't addicted the to drama. Ride? Like, you know, when you're in that because rela- it's fun to watch. It's fun oh, to right. talk about other so relationships. Fun. Very fun. That's why this podcast is great. But being <laughs> in a relationship, being a in podcast. it, being in it though, I don't, I don't, I don't know why people do that to themselves. I don't know yeah. why. Yeah, both those relationships are very messy for Chloe yeah. Kardashian. The Tristan Thompson thing, it feels like she can't shake them. Like I think they're going to get back together even <laughs> oh, after sure the second will. round of cheating. Mm-hmm. Love um, yourself, Chloe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, fine. One more question, and then I'm going to hand it over to Kaya. Who is the next generation of NBA players turned A-list celebrities? We talked a little bit about Devin Booker. Doesn't seem like he's one of those, but like, who is the next round that tea time inevitably will like enter our brains Mm. coming from the NBA, but turn just real life celebrities we talk about? That's a good question. So like, you need to have somebody who's funny, good looking, also a good player. But then again, Mm -hmm. like you could be a rotation player. Tristan Thompson has shown the path. You know, Chris Humphreys years ago oh, had his time, right? From so, Minnesota, yeah. Yes, you, you don't need to be a star level talent to be a celebrity. Like it's been proven. <laughs> um, Chris Humphreys, Hopkins, <laughs> and same with uh, Paige. What's her face? Hopkins. They're known as really good basketball players here. So I just want to, they were in the same conference as I was, but I just it's okay. Thank you. That's just my my two cents. How about Donovan Mitchell? From the Utah Jazz. I, mm. I, I don't know. I'm just, I just, I'm just throwing a name is. out there. Donovan Mitchell from the Utah Jazz or John Morant from the Memphis Grizzlies. I'm just thinking of young, oh, sure. I've seen young, that name. young yeah. point guards, you know, <laughs> yeah. who are really good and really young. Yeah. Um, but it, <gasps> what it, it's about, hard to know. What about Carl Anthony Towns? <laughs> Carl, Carl oh. Anthony. Well, he's Kat, dating uh, um, Jordan. 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who's he dating? 
He's dating Jordan Woods, the one that got in, engulfed in the drama, the Kardashian drama. Remember last year, Kev? She made out with, what's his name? Tristan Thompson. Uh, Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson. Yeah, yeah. Did you follow that feud, Kev? I, I saw like tweets and all that about it, but all I right. wasn't I wasn't all the way in. <laughs> all right, but, sort of hand okay, in so hand. Interesting. With oh, God. this question, who from the Bucks has the most potential to become Ooh. an A-list celeb? It's got to be Giannis. I mean, it has yeah. to be Giannis because yeah. he has like the number two selling jersey in the NBA, so he has global oh. appeal. Wow! Right? Like mm-hmm. he, people know the name Giannis. Yeah. He's an NBA champion now. And also, as you've seen with like the videos and all that, just a great personality. He's so lovable. Yeah. But okay, so the problem with Giannis is that he has a like a long term pregnant girlfriend, right? Yes. Yeah. So I feel like to transfer over from being a basketball star to an A list celebrity, you have to be able to date A list celebrities. True. Mm, True. Good point, Kaya. Is there anyone single on the books that you want to set up with a celebrity gift? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm just like thinking of through my head. Drew Holiday's married to Lauren Holiday. Um, Soccer. I, I, yes, I believe a lot what of the players PJ are Tucker? married. Huh, I don't know about PJ Tucker if he's in a relationship. A little bit on the older side, like he's in his <laughs> mid, <laughs> mid late thirties. He's, he's he's running out of time to get a, <laughs> an celebrity. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's like a random player. Maybe it's like Bryn Forbes, uh, like a shooter off the bench. Can't Maybe say it's no. somebody wow. like is. I don't know who that Kaya, is, but you're cool. right. You're right though, Kaya. Like for Giannis, he's in a relationship. He already has a child, another on the mm, way. Yeah. He's focuses on the task at hand he's laser focused on the nba and all that yeah i don't know if he would be willing to even go the route of like being an actor like going the right. acting oh, route because that's the other pathway to, to do him it. that it would be fun to watch he's cute. Yeah, it feels like he's, he's so too cute kind and too on he's the path so we need kind. someone like a little messier you little know messy. <laughs> yeah in the comments of celebrities mm-hmm. fighting over their ex-girlfriend okay true interesting answer also, I want to know what are your have you been watching one, have you been watching The Bachelorette this season? And yes. two, what are your thoughts on the current season of The Bachelorette? I'm enjoying it. I mean, I wouldn't oh, okay. say I love I wouldn't say I love the season at all. Sure, I don't yeah. think I dislike the season by any means. It's it's been enjoyable. I think she has a, a pretty solid group of dudes. I was yeah, disappointed to yeah. see Andrew get let go. I, yeah, I really I like Andrew. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's Who, a really, seems like a good dude. He does. Who do you want her to end up with in the end? I mean, I, I really, really like Michael A, but I just don't know yes! if they're the best. I don't know if they're, I don't know if they're the best fit though. I know. You know no. I don't know if they're yeah. the best fit and, and that's, it's that's true. tough there. And of the others, Greg, it's fine. I, he's, he's fine. He's, <laughs> he's an actor, but he, yeah, he, he's he's okay. Is he really an actor? He, he, he took like an IMD classes. page. Yeah, I, I it's suspicious. Didn't it's she little... make fun of him for like the puppy eyes? Like <laughs> yeah. looks back. She said, "You look always look sad or something like that." You always, always look sad. Yeah. It's like, aren't you happy to be here, man? Also, he's like a little possessive. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. he is. I noticed that too. I'm yeah. glad Connor's gone. Long gone. I, yes, I'm so glad you hate Connor. Not, I hate not, him a, too. not a Connor fan. Too cheesy. Thank you. I like a good dad joke. One of my best friends has the best dad jokes. <laughs> my friend Dan, I'll shout out to him. Um, but Connor's were, were, were just not funny. They just weren't funny. I didn't, they I were didn't bad. No, <laughs> totally. And the ukulele? No. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, so who did I not me. say? Uh, Blake, 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 Blake. Is that the only one I didn't mention there? Oh, I don't know. Blake and Justin, but like Justin Justin is canceled because he's not a good person. Yeah. 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 And and, yeah. And he seemed kind of, he was the surprise pick there. He was, it should have been Andrew. I agree. Is it possible that it's nobody? Like, is that possible (gasps) when she goes back to Andrew? Did they, did they like, did they hint at that? And for what it's worth, Mm. I have not read any spoilers. I avoid it like the plague. I just don't look at it, but I don't know. I feel like maybe they planted that seed with the letter and her running down the stairs and. Oh, see, I feel like they were setting Andrew up to be the next bachelor with that. Yeah, I could see that like a full 10 minute goodbye. It's true. But I I think Michael A has secured Mm. the bachelor spot. Yeah. People love him. Really interesting. Yeah. Well, and also Andrew had some questionable tweets come out. So. Oh, 
I didn't yeah, know that. Damn it. Yeah. Kev, how uh, many more seasons of The Bachelor you think you have in you? <laughs> I have teetered out. As you can tell, I've been silent this entire time. I stopped after two episodes. and found it way too boring. Think I might be done. When so do you think you'll be done? Oh, they got to They got to inject some creativity in these dates. They do. Yeah, they do. They really do. Like they're just they're just reusing these old ones that we've seen before. Like how many times are we going to see like a like a tantric, you know, <laughs> massage yeah, person right. coming? I mean, like, I come, like give us something it's true. new. It's true. It's true. So like, true. Why do they have to do the wedding? Why? Why oh, a wedding photo oh, shoot? Literally why shot we, for shot. Yeah. Like, why can't like, I don't get it? Why not have them dress up like in I don't know, like a cowboy? Like just do yes, something like you do on Halloween. You know, mm-hmm. do something totally. like theme of the year. I just it's I don't getting know. stale. The, the lack of creativity is that that's not just because they're stuck on a resort either. No, you're so right. It's because 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 they know they're going to make the money anyway. So it, why yeah. put all the effort into it? It's kind of it's a joke. True. It's kind of I think it's kind of pathetic how they reuse all the dates. Yeah, agreed. But but, but Liz, I, I'm going to keep going because it's, <laughs> it's a show that I love to watch with my mom. So, Will you be watching yes, Bachelor in Paradise? Yes. Uh, yeah, my mom doesn't like that as much, so that's a show oh, I watch really? for me. <laughs> that is a <laughs> preeminent series for me, but okay, yeah. I, I respect it. Yeah. Also, okay, which current slash recently retired NBA player would make a good bachelor, in your opinion? Hmm. Um, currently or recently retired? I don't know. Like who? Who's a single NBA player that retired? I'm not sure. Or off current? The top of my head. Or, or current. current? Yeah, honestly, current. Or current. So if we're going current. How about like, do we want somebody funny? Yes, do we want of course. Good looking. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. What if they're not like, you know, Brad Pitt? Is that that's okay? Right? Okay, that's, that's fine. fine. That's fine. Okay. Did you see Ari? Well, <laughs> <laughs> so true. For, so true, Liz. Because I, I have no idea if he is in a relationship or not. Uh, if he is, you know, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Nikola Jokic from the Denver Nuggets. Oh, I would he had a blow up, right? Didn't not really. Oh, okay. No, oh. Not, not as <laughs> no, he's still ugly. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I Jokic. have so much Googling to do after, the, yeah. after this. I don't Jokic, know who that is, but cool. Jokic is just so funny. I would oh. just love to see him in, in this situation, like plugging Jokic into the Bachelor <laughs> universe could I would create like like a bunch of hilarity. Yes. That's the name yeah. that comes to cool. mind. Okay. I love that. This was great. This was so satisfying. I feel like we got all the answers we really needed. Truly. Kev, I could talk to you for a million hours. Thank you so much for thank joining you. us. We're honored. Yes. Thank you. It was you. truly a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. I enjoyed this. This was fun. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear are so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on, I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, Tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. On May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. What a wonderful day! 
This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Thank you so much to Kevin. Let's keep the reality TV conversation going. We have to take advantage while Kate is out on vacation. We have to get our reality TV thoughts mm-hmm. out while we can. So I'm going to hand it over back to Kai and Amelia to continue their Bachelor thoughts. Yes. Thank you, Liz. I know you're not watching. I'm sad for you. Are you going to be watching Bachelor in Paradise, though? Absolutely. What about okay. Michelle's season? Thank God. Absolutely. Yes. Okay, I'm girl. really excited Thank for God. that one. Me too. Break. And mm-hmm. she's, going to, she's going to film part of it in Minnesota. I know. Oh, Amelia. Okay. Yes. My friend was like, you need to go. And I was like, I, I will try. But um, oh my God, that would be I so know. fun. If I stalked her when, oh my God. I mean, I'm like, I'm obsessed with her. I think she's amazing. But um, this current season, it's tough. I It's oh, just boring. It's really boring. And the thing is, is I've only really liked one episode, which is like the previous episode. I thought that was like a fun mm-hmm. episode, but everything else I've been like, Here's the thing, and I've been criticized for being too mean about Katie, but like the only thing I've said is like, she's just not that compelling to me. No. You know? She's just not a compelling lead. Like, she's a fine person. Exactly. Honestly, I think she would be like a fun person to hang out with. Totally. Like, and Juliet says this often like, if I want to be friends with you in real life, you're probably not great <laughs> reality television. <laughs> right. Mm, you're too yeah. good to she's be just too on normal. reality TV. And yeah, totally. You know, she seems like pretty like set on what she wants. So, I mean, we'll see yep. what happens with these last like few episodes. But I'm scared. It's just pretty clear to me that she's like very into Greg. And yes, and Blake. And Blake. <laughs> I mean, Which it's is, like, how how is Blake in the final you. four? Like, how? Thank you. Exactly. And also the fact that she let go of Thomas because he was, he was like, I'm thinking about you know, I yes, I thought about The Bachelor. If you're not thinking about that, then get out of the fucking show because, like, you need to be thinking that way. You don't and think if you're Blake not, Blake is thinking about being The Bachelor. This is his second his time second, on the show. Exa- exactly. So it's just like it's so disingenuous to me that she's like, okay, bye with you, but okay with Blake. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Liz, you watched Tasha's season, right? So you remember yes, Blake? Yeah, it's like what. Are- Although this guy, I think Blake came back within the first three episodes that I did watch of this season. And I found it very endearing when she woke him up in the middle of the night to tell him that <laughs> she wanted him to stay. Do you remember this? And he was uh-huh. like, I'm in my underwear. Hold on. And like came out. I was all blue <laughs> But that's all I remember about Blake, to be honest. Okay. Well, that's probably a good thing because he's he, fine. He's fine. And just like, we, you're not that smart, which is fine. I'm not to be mean to dumb people, but like he just <laughs> is not, he's also not compelling. It's just like, he's there. He's literally just there. And I don't care. Yeah. Just, there's not a lot of personality happening. You yeah. know, like yeah. no one has a big personality. We're like good TV personality. It sounds like from what you guys are saying, we're watching like an a real life like romance and dating <laughs> story play out, which is interesting yeah. to yourself when it happens to you, but like not inherently interesting to the greater world at large. Exactly. It sounds like her and Greg could have just like met on Hinge and then just like dated and then gone. <laughs> literally, from yes. Right. Like yeah. literally. Like Greg, I see all of these like thirst TikToks about Greg. Oh! And I'm just like, this guy is completely average looking. Like choices. Well, norm- yeah, it just is not very good TV, I think. No. From when I stopped oh watching. I'm just I'm really missing the travel. Like, Ugh, cause yes. at least with travel, you can like manufacture some drama. Like someone totally. can get like hurt themselves on a bungee jumping <laughs> yeah. date. Or, like we haven't right. even gotten a fake ambulance. Like that, so true. <laughs> like <laughs> very least. Oh God. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll see how this wraps up. I will tune back in whenever paradise comes back. Um, very soon, okay. baby. I know you have more bones to pick with reality TV. Go ahead. <laughs> I just feel like Netflix needs to step up their reality TV game because in the past like year or so when The Bachelor has faltered Netflix has been there with really (laughs) good reality TV like Selling Sunset Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Love is Blind first season of Too Hot to Handle was good (laughs) first season of Dating Around was good and now it's just gotten like really kind of boring I mean I haven't watched the second season of Too Hot to Handle if people were like talking about it and being like oh my god this is so like good then maybe I would tune in but it seems like no one's watching it 
And then there is Sexy Beasts, which <laughs> Liz and I, <laughs> for research, <laughs> watched a few episodes of. Yes, we talked about it on the pod a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago when at first the trailer went live and we were like, oh my God, this is so scary. The dolphin Ugh. has an actual blowhole. This Ugh. is like legitimate costume makeup and all that. Yeah, Kaya, what'd you think? <laughs> right. Okay, so to, just to go over the premise briefly, it's like a regular dating show, except everyone is wearing like really elaborate, like not even animal costumes, like mm-hmm. just really elaborate like face makeup. And so basically each episode, there's one person who goes on three dates with like three guys and then they choose from the three guys who they want. And they're all in like elaborate costume. And then basically what it's, it's sort of like a bachelor setup where she goes on three speed dates and then chooses from that two guys she wants to keep, she wants to do longer dates with. And then one by one, their like faces get revealed until the person mm-hmm. she like picks. I don't know what like picking them for. Like, I guess just to like keep dating or something. That's not clear. Mm-hmm. They all <laughs> reveal themselves. And it is nightmare fuel, these costumes. <laughs> yes, it is. Claire McNear yesterday wrote on the site, Netflix's Sexy Beasts is as unsettling as you'd expect. And that's basically, it sums it up. It's a haunting experience. Although the best hook is obviously I always stick around to see those faces. That's why I ended up watching five episodes last (laughs) night because I was like, I just want to know what they all look like. Yeah. And I mean, like my problem mainly with the show is like the also like the narration. Basically, the entire show is being like, this is disgusting. Why are you watching this? (laughs) And they literally the first episode they were for one of the dates. They do an extended like foot massage scene of these people in costume. And it's like. Why? Like, are you trying yeah, to like gross me out enough to the point where I just want to turn this off? <laughs> yeah, my favorite part is when they try to kiss on the dates and the guy's got like uh, enormous beaver teeth and then the other one has like, girl, feathers in her mouth no, and they're like, so oh. <laughs> <laughs> Also, like they're going on these dates and every single person, they're like going to bars and every other person in the bar is just like a normal, like dressed yeah. normally. No. It's truly bizarre. This is why this is a reality TV category, not like streaming wrecks, because I genuinely wouldn't recommend this show no, to anyone I unless would you're like that desperate. But I, know I was going to gonna say. About, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, like, you. I am usually into, like, give me the trashier, the better. Like, I will watch anything. Obviously, like, I watched The Masked Singer. But even this, I'm like, I can't do it. I can't do it. Too far. It's, it's too far. It's just, like, it's just bad. Let me, I hear your complaints, Kaya. I really do. But I have a solution for you. Okay. Because there is a Netflix reality show now out called My Unorthodox Life. And I think it will fill the reality TV size hole that you're experiencing right now. Okay. I have a selling sunset sized hole in my heart. <laughs> me too. When season four is coming back. Where is it? Chriselle keeps posting that they're filming. And I'm like, guys, cut the okay. tape. I don't care. Don't have to edit it. Just send me the files. Um, but My Unorthodox Life has just come out. It's nine episodes. It's a reality TV show about Julia Hart and her mm-hmm. family. Mm-hmm. And it's about Julia Hart kind of fleeing and exiting from this ultra-Orthodox Jewish community in New York. It actually catches her. Years later, she has this very successful career. She's like co-owner, chief executive, elite world group, which is this modeling conglomerate. She has a very glitz and glam life. She wears like nine-inch heels, this enormous rock. She's Mm. since remarried to this billionaire guy. But it primarily follows her and then her four children Mm. who are all in different stages of exiting out of this ultra-Orthodox world. Some are still, her youngest 14-year-old, still very much in it because he kind of spends time with both his father, who's still in that community, and his mom, Julia, who's like very out there. Mm. Um, And then all the other siblings are just, yeah, in different stages of like grappling with this world and embracing it. It's fascinating. It's so glamorous. Interesting. They're like in head-to-toe Fendi and Dior matching suit. <laughs> they live in these most am- amazing, uh, immaculate apartments in New York. It's like Kardashians, but it's like a little bit smarter okay. you learn more. I like that. Interesting. Like, All right. Yeah. You set the trailer over for this and yes. I watched it and I'm really intrigued and I think I'll check it yeah. out. So thank you, Liz, for helping to redeem Netflix for me. <laughs> You're yes. welcome. One other thing I want to say before I move on is hmm. as you watch that, if you do or anyone listening, there's a large discussion happening 
on the flip side of this after this came out from mm. the Orthodox Jewish community. So Ooh. I'd encourage you to read. There's this great glamour piece by Jenny Singer. Mm-hmm. Um, title is, My Unorthodox Life is Compelling TV That Could Potentially Make Life Harder for Some Jews. Oh. So I think it's important okay. to contextualize the show. Sure. I watch it for the entertainment value and this like right. basically family that reminds you of the Kardashians. Yeah. But I think it's important to like read about kind of some yeah. of the messaging that's in the TV show. They sure. obviously— Julia Hart is like very past her um, Mm -hmm. orthodox roots. So it's just good to read on the side to like put it in context and that there's two sides to obviously everything. Okay. That's all right. Thank you. Yeah. So I watched two full episodes of the celebrity dating game. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Woo! Don't ask me why. What so, is that now? Like, okay. what? <laughs> it premiered right after The Bachelorette, though, so I get it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, is it on ABC? I didn't even know. I don't oh, even know yeah. how this yeah. like, okay. came yeah. in That's why I thought eyes. you were watching it, because it's like <laughs> right after The Bachelorette. My dad's always like, leave the channel! And I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, so the celebrity dating game is hosted by Zoe Deschanel, uh, tough. <sighs> And also sort of like Michael Bolton, though he like doesn't really do anything except like sing one song in the episode. (laughs) And like, so Zoe Deschanel is like carrying most of the like hosting duties. And so basically what happens is they have like, uh, I would say the level of celebrity is like honestly a step down from Mass Singer, which is like really <laughs> saying something. Oh, um, God. So they have the two episodes I watched, the two celebrities that were involved was Gabriel Iglesias, who's a comedian na- known as Fluffy, and oh, then okay. the kid from Modern Family. Um, Yes, Liz, actually. (laughs) I'm on the ABC website looking at these (laughs) season one episodes. (laughs) I didn't even bother to look his name up. So thank you for that. (laughs) And then they get three, uh, like either women or men, depending on the gender of the celebrity. And they have like a wall in between them. So they can't like see the like three contestants. They're just like normal people. They don't know who the celebrity is. And then the Mm. celebrity doesn't know what the three contestants look like. And they kind of just like go through the celebrity, like ask the contestants questions. Like uh, one of them was like, what would you do with a banana? (laughs) Um, Do you consider yourself like bossy? It's very strange. I can't deal with that. And then that kind of goes on for 15 minutes. And then Michael Bolton comes in and his role is to write a song about the celebrity no. and sing it. So that way the contestants oh. can like try to guess who the celebrity is. Get out of my fucking oh face, my Michael Bolton. Oh my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. Then their contestants are asked to guess who the celebrity is. And for the Gabriel Iglesias one, this one woman guessed Polly D like three times. <laughs> and it's like, would it stop guessing Polly D? The heart wants what the heart wants. <laughs> <laughs> and that's about it. Then the celebrity chooses Yikes. out of the three contestants, like which one he wants to like date, I guess. And then they're like all revealed. So it's kind of basically mm-hmm. like sexy beasts minus the scary costumes plus a D-list celebrity. Wow. Amelia, season one, episode three, I'm on this website, is Tay Diggs and Demi Burnett. Oh, from oh my God. Universe. No. <laughs> I think they were no. promoting like Hannah, Hannah, Bachelorette Hannah on the show as well. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Wow. Yeah. So I guess this will become like a big Bachelorette. It's like, yeah, because it's like ABC property. So they're right. just like ABC. Yeah. Just okay. Slot them in there. Just like, right. I always see uh, <laughs> Rob Mills, who's the, um, I think he's the VP of alternative program. So like right. reality show mm-hmm. programming. Yeah. And, you know, he obviously does all the Bachelor stuff. But then he's always like, yes. And we've got some new celebrities on the celebrity day. <laughs> I'm like, okay, Rob, we get it. I love you, but we get it. You know? Yeah. Oh, it's God. not the worst thing I've ever seen. I really? would say on a scale between sexy B being the worst and I guess below deck sailing out being the best reality TV <laughs> show I'm watching right now I would say celebrity dating games goes like right above sexy beasts okay okay bar where, slow, where like the premise is kind of fun at first but it gets tiring like really quickly sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 
moving along, Amelia, <laughs> I know you actually have some reality news you want to discuss. Yes, I'm pretty excited about this. Uh, today, my friend texted me saying, VH1 is rebooting the surreal life. And I was like, yes. And and of course, Andrew Gertadaro, uh, who is an editor at TheRinger.com, also slacked me this. And I was like, I'm so, I'm so glad we're on the same page, Andrew, um, because VH1 is rebooting the surreal life, which I don't know if you guys have ever watch The Surreal Life. No, no, I haven't. Well, it is. It's it pretty much spawned all of the VH1 celeb reality series. So like if you're a fan of For the Love of Ray J or Rock oh. of Love or um, Flavor of Love, like it started Flavor of Love because originally The Surreal Life had Brigitte Nelson and Flava Flav. Okay. And then they they had their own show called Strange Love, and then they broke up. So that's why Flavor Flav had Flavor of Love. And then from there were so many other dating shows, et cetera, et cetera. I don't just don't ask me how I know this, but anyway, <laughs> I'm really excited. So the Hollywood Reporter came out with a cast list for the reboot. Okay, and okay, the cast includes Frankie Muniz, Malcolm in the Middle. Stormy Daniels, Dennis Rodman, August Alsina. Do you remember him? He's the guy who had the affair with Jada Pinkett Smith. Oh my God. <laughs> Tamar Braxton. There are more. It's, I'm, I am like, yes, sign me up. I'm so excited. This so. really does sound right up your alley. <laughs> Frankie Muniz was once so mean to me at a Houston's when I was like 11. Oh, I hate that man. <laughs> This is brand new information. Oh, oh my I God. asked him for an autograph and he was a total dick about it. I went, oh, yeah, I was eating dinner with my family. Anyway, refused to watch this show on principle. Wow. I'm happy for you, Amelia. Okay, thanks. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I mean, these are like, this is D-list, bottom of the barrel. Like, yes. that is what uh, this real life is. So, yeah. okay, well, interesting. Also, I would like to know, I just want a little update, you know, on Liz and Kaya's survivor viewing. Kaya, you want to go first? I haven't been watching lately. Oh, Kaya. I, I get know. it. I Sometimes need to get back into it, but I've been take a really, really busy watching, as I mentioned, Below Deck Sailing Yacht <laughs> and also Real Housewives of Potomac. Ooh. You know what I think your fatal flaw was, though, was watching it in order. I've been yeah. watching the hits and I'm like still Probably. drawn in, <laughs> you know? That's true. That's true. Um, I saw it all. <laughs> Yeah, right. I just finished my brother's back from school, so I'm back in it. Nice. I just finished season 18, Tonkatins with Token Cheens. Yeah. Token Cheens, sorry. Some of the most iconic players I've ever seen. That's my favorite season by far, Amelia. Yeah. Like, oh my God, Kaya, if you need something to draw you back in, <laughs> you so might want to try that season, okay. honestly. Good to know. The best character is the most satisfying, <laughs> just like start to finish. Oh my God, I'm obsessed. <laughs> and now, Amelia, I'm curious what you think about this trajectory. Yeah. Now I've gone back to season two, the oh. Australian Outback. Oh, wow. Colby. I, yes, I'm trying to basically just get to season 20 heroes versus villains. And I've been oh. trying to research what players sure. go into that season. I'm trying okay. to do it in a smart way, but I get it. The quality of the actual episode. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. Bad. Really tough. It's pretty bad. But yeah. That's where I'm at. I'm still going strong. I do want to get into it, back into it before the new season premieres. Because yes. oh I, God, the three I'm, of us are going to have a ball. Oh my God. Oh it's my be, God. I'm really excited to like watch along with everybody and yeah. like participate yeah. in the collective sure. survivor fan base. Yes. yes. And not me like Google or like searching on Twitter, like coach survivor and like looking at <laughs> tweets from like 10 years ago. Trying yes. to find yes. what we're and also, also risking being spoiled every time I try to like Google oh, right. information about I know. people. Right. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It is. It is tough. Okay, good. Let us know if you um, jump back. In, oh, I, I absolutely will. <laughs> All right. Next category. The last one is tea times unanswerable questions. Oh, this is a really funny one. We have some <laughs> questionable things to start with, Amelia. Yes. I want to know if people will remake John Dillerman for American Children. And if you don't know who or what John Dillerman is. I didn't. I, neither did I up until <laughs> recently. Yeah, they did a Last Week Tonight special like little one-off about him. And he is a Danish uh, kids television show where it just features this man named John Dillerman who uses his penis 
mm-hmm. solve problems. And it's just like his dick. And it's just like, I'm solving mm-hmm. a problem with my penis. And um, apparently the name John Dillerman is like, if you were going to say like John Johnson, like Diller mm-hmm. is a uh, another way. It's a slang term for oh, penis. Okay. Yeah. And apparently it's very popular with children in Denmark. And uh, yeah, I don't know if you guys watched that segment, but I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> This hid in the outline all week. I saw this question. Normally, sometimes when we ask each other questions, I don't research and we just all talk mm-hmm. it through. Sure. Thank God I clicked on this because I don't think I would have like fully understood how insane yeah. Yeah. the TV show was, the animation of it, the yep. like, you know, how it saves children from like a burning. He just really uses it for everything. <laughs> He's he a hero. Yeah. He Not is. all heroes need capes. Sometimes no. they need dicks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's wild. I will put it somewhere, I'm assuming. so, Or like, just go look it up. You have to see it for yourself. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's one of those things. Yeah. I, the answer is I don't think they no, never. will remake this for American <laughs> Everyone's too damaged. Yeah. <laughs> People are too prudish here. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Okay, so while we're on this reality TV-centered <laughs> episode, I have a question for you both. Because oh. if page six recirculates mm. this article. Erica Jane lugs <laughs> her own groceries amid financial woes. I might kill myself. Can oh one of you explain God. what is going Stop. on and who Erica Jane is? <laughs> Amelia, I think this is all you. Um, yes. Yeah, so Erica Jane <laughs> is, she's very rich. Um, she, well, she was. Well, she was. That is, that is definitely true. She, that <laughs> she definitely was. Um, she was one of the real housewives of Beverly Hills. And it's funny because she made a whole point to being like, I'm really rich. So I do glam and like, mm-hmm. like, mm. she, so she always is wearing these very elaborate outfits, very fashion forward. And she's always in name brands and whatnot. And she's married to, or well, I guess she's getting a divorce now, to Tom Girardi, who is this really high-powered L.A. lawyer. Mm. And she, I think she's like maybe 50 around that age, and he's like 80. And she's now, 50? I'm pretty sure she's yeah, like... Yeah, she is. I just saw it in this Wow, article. she looks, I mean, she looks great. Props yeah, to no, her. she's she's gorgeous. Um, But it's funny because like one of the things that <laughs> people have been uh, talking about now that they've been outed as like siphoning money off mm-hmm. of these victims mm-hmm. is um she has a clip where she's on watch what happens live which is one of those shows on bravo where they take all the housewives and they bring them on once in a while and she was like yeah my glam squad costs 40 grand a month and um oh, yeah. yeah so she's like outright saying how much money things cost to make her look so good and whatnot and tom is this high-powered lawyer who has won all these, like, really big cases. Like He was involved know, in the Aaron Brockovich The Aaron case. Brock, yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and, but the thing is, is he has been taking money from the victims of his cases. It's so like, he wins oh, these, good. like, oh huge yeah. settlements for victims. Like, also for that, like, uh, Lion Air, like, plane that disappeared. And he won, like, ginormous settlements for the victims. And then just, like, does not give them their settlement money. It's wow. And it's really fucked yeah. up. Really, wow. really terrible. Okay. So now she's she's going through financial woes, as page six tells me so, every single day. Right. Right. And she basically, so they got they filed for divorce like what, a year ago, Amelia? Yeah, I think it was November of 2020. So like less than a year ago. Yeah. And she is maintaining that she did not know what that, her husband was doing. Oh. That is such a lie. That is such a lie. It's mm-hmm. I just, mm-hmm. ooh, it's not good. It's really, it's bad. It's bad. And then she came out with this whole claim. Like she was like, Tom is cheating on me. And then she had some weird like tracker phone image and this woman that she claimed was cheating on uh, or was her husband was cheating on her with was like I don't know who these people are like get get this woman away from me so it's all very suspect yeah and the thing is is like if you're not married to someone who's like getting um sued in court or whatever you can hide assets so that's Mm -hmm. the whole thing is that like she's hiding the assets so they don't have to end up paying for it that's like allegedly that's what what is happening so Mm -hmm. it's wow yeah it's very convoluted and like uh, you know 
Yikes. And now she's on this current season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And all the other housewives are like, uh, so what's up? Did you know? <laughs> oh, my God. I know. And there's this clip of her that went viral where she's like saying no, but at the same time shaking her head yes. <laughs> oh. It looks like what it looks like. It's so Every fucked up. Every day God calls me closer to the Real Housewives franchise. <laughs> I want these days. You gotta do it. You gotta one do it. One of these days. You do. Well, thank you for clearing that up. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. Okay. Ne- last right. question. Last question. Just keeping with the reality TV theme. I don't think Kate will ever listen to this episode. <laughs> no. Um, so between Sexy Beasts, wow. Too Hot to Handle, and The Celebrity Dating Game, which one of those would you like to go on as a contestant? <laughs> so I think the point, the thing that stresses me out about Sexy Beast is after they reveal their <laughs> real everything? face, everyone is like, oh shit, wow, you look so... And if you get anything but that reaction, I would jump off of a cliff. So I think like everyone would be like, oh, hey, Liz. Like I would legitimately not be able to live another day. So oh it cannot God. be Sexy Beast. It cannot. <laughs> the reveal would murder me. Okay. Also just like the entire premise of the show. I mean, it's, sure that as well. But and also like, can you imagine what all of that prosthetics like does to your skin? Oh, oh my skin. Yeah, oh I know. My <laughs> Amelia, oh my God. Amelia, do you God. have thoughts on this? No, but I you mean, have to choose the one you would want to go on, Liz. You're not getting out of this. <laughs> and the premise of Too Hot to Handle is... It's, it's I'm over Too Hot to Handle. Like season one was fine. I, I enjoyed it, I guess. Oh. But it's just like, ugh. You remain celibate. Okay, yeah, I'll yes. do that one. That's fine. I, okay. Yeah. Wait, Liz, have That's... you never seen Too Hot to Handle? No, I know. Oh. I haven't. It's okay. It's the first lot. season was fine. Yeah, it's, it's fine. I'm Honestly, I feel like the celebrity dating game would just like, you could just sit there and then yeah. like, you know. I feel like out of all three, that would be like the least degrading experience. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Agreed. That's the other thing. Right. Agreed. What if the viewers are like, she is not too hot. I can handle it because she's not too hot. So <laughs> maybe I will choose celebrity dating. Well, in too hot to handle is there is like this little robot thing called I can't oh. remember the name of it. Um it's but, like Alexa, but it's not. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, like Alexa, but the robot like snitches on you if you like <laughs> oh, end up kissing someone. She's such a bitch. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so funny. Yeah, that wouldn't be a problem for me. Mostly <laughs> just the ego. <laughs> <laughs> okay well Kate you're right we'll never listen to this but we miss you just in case you do and thank you Kaya who's producing and editing this and then yes. also subbed in like a hero no Truly. problem thank you to Kaya it was a and pleasure thanks, thanks Kev if you're listening to this uh, we really appreciate <laughs> you having you on thanks for listening I'm Liz Kelly <laughs> I'm Kaya McMullen <laughs> and I'm Amelia Wadamaya This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.